This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Why belly up? This is the game. Yeah. It's a uh, cat and mouse. Smoked a turkey. <laughs> He is down. He is freaking down. Said he shot an absolute giant. Fall Obsession, baby. Welcome back, everybody, to another Fall Obsession podcast episode. I'm Sam with Fall Obsession. Joining me again this week, Mr. Nick Powell. What's up, buddy? Still here. Still here. And guys, we are, as we mentioned in last week's episode, first off, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast episode with our special guest, Tyler Carroll, I encourage you guys to go back and do that before you uh, dive too far into this one, because this is a continuation of that conversation. We have Tyler Carroll with Dead Reckoning Collective. Hey, everybody. He's joining <laughs> us today. The The author himself yes. is, is here in the flesh. So we are... I'll do. Uh, I want to keep our conversation going while everything's fresh in our mind. I'll get into um, you know plugs for our partners and everything at the end of the episode. But um, we we talked last week about um, we kind of started with coping mechanisms, sort of. Um, Tyler, for those of you who um, just kind of recap, you're you're a co-founder of Dead Reckoning Collective, a, a publishing company. Yep, co-founder of Dead Reckoning Collective. Uh, it's a publishing company, independent publishing company, veteran-owned and operated. Uh, right now, we are focused on uh, veteran authors getting their story out. Uh, one of the phrases that we like to live by is to know where you are from where you've been. So it's usually about the transition. Um, and also, it's like, who, um, are you the author to your story? Everybody has a story to tell, but are you going to be the author of it? Uh, that gives you a sense of control kind of within your life. And so that's what we kind of want to uh, focus on. And then cleaning all the that all that up that <laughs> writing requires and uh putting it out there to the world absolutely it's awesome so last week we we talked about we let tyler introduce himself he kind of dove in and told us about dead reckoning and how that all came about we talked a little bit about his background in the military and then we're all firefighter paramedics we all work for the same agency 
Um, so we, we talked about kind of how that relates to kind of the military lifestyle and then coping mechanisms with, with like for Tyler, with being able to write and publish and do that kind of stuff. And for us hunting in the outdoors, how all that kind of mixes together and everything. Um, and, and the discussion uh, went from there. So again, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, it, it is a, a very good one to do before you get any farther into this week's episode. But for this week's topic to keep things going, I wanted to dive into more of the the lifestyle, the fire life, and then the family life, and then the business owner, entrepreneur yeah. life. Because for all of us sitting here at this table, they all they all mix together yeah. in their own ways, and it it takes some juggling. It's not easy. No, and and it can be it can be difficult at times. So. This this is the wife that or this is the episode the wives are probably going to want to listen to. Well, that, that's exactly where I was going <laughs> to start. Is you got to have a good support system, yes. starting with your wife right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, pers- I, I've been with my wife I, in a couple months. Will be literally half of our life. Like we've been that's together awesome. since we were fifteen. So uh, she knows me at my worst, <laughs> and uh, has stuck through it all. So uh, any. I'm only the way I am right now because of her, good or bad. Well, that's probably good. The bad's mostly on me, I'd say. <laughs> um, but, no, having a good support like that, that's where it all, that's the foundation, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's the wife for sure. Um, I had kids prior to taking on the fire service or um, the business, one specifically, and now we've just had more and more and more. <laughs> and, yep, and then, y'all have four, number four on the way, right? Yeah, we find out the gender next week. She's awesome, ha- she's man. halfway through, so we're uh, and it's funny because talking to guys around the station now that um, just had their first and everything. One one of them shows up to the parking lot at Lowe's because I was handing him off something, and I see his wife in the back seat with their their newborn daughter uh, in the. Uh, baby, I'm okay, uh, the car seat, and I'm like just laughing because I'm like, I literally lost my third kid like an hour ago. Like, I'm like walking around the house, like, where's she at? And she's like eight months at the time, and I'm just walking around, and she just happened to be like underneath some toys, stuffed animals crawling around. And I'm like, ah, oh, there you are. All right. We just like walk off and just pretty much careless. So it's kind of funny once you have more kids and just that experiences. Yeah, I guess how protective you initially were down to how like, oh yeah, they'll be all right. Right, right. Yeah, we. We have two, and we definitely the second one definitely had had it harder than the first one. Yeah. I feel like, and in return, she's a lot more difficult a child than the first one. So yeah, and that's and that's what's crazy about kids is like when you start seeing when you have multiple ones, and you start seeing the personality differences between them, and how one may have been an easy baby, and then now a crazy toddler or a crazy baby now an easy toddler and yeah it's it's fun it's awesome and yeah they're they're a huge motivation for everything i do because yeah you want to inspire them and take care of them and as 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 the father and the and the the husband you want to provide and uh and no man it's they're they're so fun i I love it yeah and 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 another one is we're talking about the due dates like I'm i'm about to have my fourth and like i know we have our we find out the gender next week but somebody was asking the due date and I'm pretty sure it's Jan- June 9th, oh, 29th, but I usually now just say the last week of June because I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> or like our first two, I was like, oh yeah, she's exactly 17 weeks right now, and she's due this day. And like I knew everything. 17 weeks at three days. Yeah, yeah. Four hours. Yep, yeah, I knew everything. Now I'm like, yeah, I think it's summertime, I guess. Like, <laughs> it'll come when it comes. <laughs> That's funny. And to back up a little bit, uh, my wife and I have a similar story. We've been together since we were 15, got yep. married right out of high school. 
been married for eight years now, I guess, yeah. um, going on nine, and we're on our second kid, and our due date is June 26th. Oh, so, well. like, right, right we're there, right there. Yeah, we're also finding out the gender next next week, and so Dang, yeah, it's uh, we're all yeah. This is the perfect crowd for that then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we're all we're all in the same boat. I mean, yeah. we're not on level four yet, but. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. I, 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 I don't was pretty. Think I'll ever get to level four. Either. <laughs> I was, I was pretty like my my first two are boys and my my third's a is a, is a girl and she's like like perfect. Maybe because she's a girl and I'm just like biased at this point. I don't know, but <laughs> she really like slept through the night within the first month. Like, still pretty much sleeps through every night. Like, if she whines, we immediately find out what the issue is and like she's good. She's content being held. She's content being put down. Like, she's just like I've never been even frustrated with her really. And I'm like. Why would why are we going to risk it with a fourth? Because <laughs> our <laughs> second one was a nightmare, like right off the bat. Right I know, now. yeah, and that was my plan. Was, but nah, no, I'm excited. I really am. But hopefully, hopefully they're easy. <laughs> so we'll we'll circle back around to the term <laughs> yeah. these days. It yes. seems like yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll circle back around to to the support system, and and how important that is with everything that we have going on. Um, it's important in general, whether you're military or fire, if, if that's all you got going on, it's important to have that right there. Mm-hmm. But then you start piling on extra stuff like what we have. Yeah. And it, it gets even more, even more complicated. Cause I know I, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for everybody here. My wife would probably much rather me be home right now. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. know mine would. She, <laughs> she actually told me. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Luckily, it's nap time, so things are right, a little calmed yeah, down yeah. right now for yeah. me. But having somebody who is willing to recognize, one, the passion, and then, two, the need for, like, yeah. dead reckoning or fall obsession, hunting the outdoors, riding, those coping mechanisms, and the fact that that is – that is a part of keeping you grounded and keeping you in reality. Mm-hmm. Having somebody that is able to able to recognize that and able to, al- I say, allow you to do that. But, yeah, yeah. You know, a- have an appreciation for when you go and do your thing type deal. Um, well, and you say allowing us to do this, um, and I don't think we're necessarily asking permission, but it's more of a respect. Yeah, you know, I think we all have for our wives exactly that you know we want them to be okay with us being here. You know, it's not like we want to just do it because we want to do it, which we we do, but we want to do it because they, you know, support us being here as well. So no, absolutely, it's I've always told my 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 business partner and 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 my wife knows this. If anything goes on within my family, like the business comes second, and I know that's not maybe the best business mindset but man i'm my my wife and my kids are going to last a longer than a lot longer than the business you know yeah um hopefully they last my lifetime but they will for sure last my lifetime so they they are always going to be my priority so um but we're talking about us leaving and kind of related to the fire services and this group right here we've been with our wives for so long so like they know us like i said kind of at our worst and they know they've seen that this passion that we have for these things like they want to be supportive of it because they know uh if we don't pursue that passion what we would be like at the house and we probably wouldn't be the best (laughs) because like we would be uh, anxious about wanting to go out and write go outdoors go do all that stuff that's that is that our release that we talked about on last week's episode but uh 
with our schedule, they're mm-hmm. used they're used to us being gone one out of every three days, and they're strong, independent women that they can handle a, a house with three, almost four kids. They can handle the responsibilities that being a being a mother uh, requires of them, and uh, but at the same time, they're also strong enough to let us know and remind us, like, hey, no, I need you, and kind of put that foot down when necessary. Yeah. And again, with that respect that we have for them, I'm like, okay, Roger that, and, yeah. and, and, and do that. And so, I, I, I think it's a balance of having that again that right support system, and a wife who's understanding of the fire job and that schedule, and then the personalities that we have that brought us to that job yeah. uh, that any other passion that we have outside of that we're going to probably pursue with the same kind of uh, intensity so yeah it's yeah I know talking about the the schedule and I know we mentioned in the last episode that the 24 on 48 off hopefully I'll, 48 96 I'll, well I was gonna say <laughs> 24 48 yeah. gives us you know time to do other stuff 48 96 would give us even more time yeah. yes but yes um yeah, we're, we won't get into <laughs> administrative <laughs> issues yeah. in our department. No, um, every department. Yeah. Not yeah. just ours. That's, that's for true. I, I yeah. am 440 and 96, personally. Yep. You guys aren't. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, the schedule, you know, it allows us to to do more stuff, to have these side gigs, where if we worked 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, I, I wouldn't have as much time for fall obsession. Nowhere no. near it. So it's beneficial to that. The wife also has ideas about, hey, I thought we should do this on your days off, and I have other ideas on what I want to do on my days off. So there, there's a balance there. There's a give and take. Um, I, I know for me, because we got married after – I've been hired on for like three or four months, I think, when we got married. Um, so she, the whole – the schedule of me being gone a full day and a full night was was rough oh, yeah. at first. She, she wasn't – wasn't a huge fan she got used to it but then i know we all went we all kind of had the same deal with our paramedic school because we got we all got hired on before we were medics and Mm -hmm. we got sent and i know you went a year before nick and i did but when when that was coming she was like oh i think that'll be kind of cool you know you you'd be home for for every night for dinner you know it'd be kind of neat and Mm -hmm. we were a week into paramedic school and she was like when do you go back to work? <laughs> I need the old schedule back. <laughs> we got so much more done around the house yeah. with that old schedule. So yeah, it's funny. I I know, I guess kind of where I'm going with that a little bit is so many firefighters have side gigs, side businesses mm-hmm. and, and stuff. I, I love that mine is something that I'm passionate about. I don't love that I don't make really any money doing it yet <laughs> hopefully yeah. that'll that'll be down the road and hopefully we're heading in that direction but um this the man so many guys say it's the best job in the world and it really is it oh, really yeah. is yeah, i agree it 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 allows you to do something that you love but then so much more outside of that too anybody that ever asks me man how do you like it it's the best job in the world man I, I think that's the that's common answer did. across the board, pretty much. And I always wonder why that is the answer because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, like I've heard that so many times. I, I hear it every time, yeah. and I'm like, and me just being defiant that I that I always am. I'm like, <laughs> is it the best job in the world? And I try to question <laughs> it, and I'm just like, no, it, it actually just is because, like, I absolutely love going to work. I tell people all the time that there is yet to be. I'm on a shift. There's yet to be a C shift night that, like, I'm preparing for work where I'm dreading the next day, or like, I'm like, man, I. I have to wake up at the time. I've got to get there. All right. And like, I'm just 
going on with my normal routine. Like, it doesn't even phase me that I have to go to work the next day. Yeah, I, right. I, it's just part of my routine where yeah. in the military, I was like, oh, my gosh, I got more information. I got to deal with so-and-so. I got to deal with this. I got to deal with that. And so there's always this, like, lingering thing, like, I don't want to go there. Right. And then within that about year time frame between the military and the fire service, I had a handful of jobs that, like, I dreaded going to at times, you know. And it's just like, well, I have to I have to provide. I have to make money. I have to do this. I have to do that. Or I have o- Maybe not. I don't always look forward to this that shift or whatever, but I'm never like hesitant about going or never like not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And so like that right there shows you how good of a job it is. And then what I've always told other people, or what I've told other people about wh- why it's so great, is like right now I got off this morning. I worked an overtime shift yesterday. Within that 48 hours, we did with whatever we did. But I haven't thought about any of that since I've been off. Yeah. So as soon as we're off shift, like we're able to put that. That, that work day behind us we don't have projects linger, lingering over our head we don't have time um, deadlines that we have to meet eventually like people talk about how stressful it is and it can be very stressful in the moment but when you're off you're off and you are allowed to pursue these other passions you are able to spend time with your family if that's all you want to do you're allowed to do absolutely nothing if you don't want to yeah. do it you oh, know yeah. like your off time is totally yours and i think that that's also one of the biggest things that i love about the job is like you literally are allowed to do whatever you want when you're off pretty much as long as you're not wearing your department's stuff and making a full <laughs> making a full of yourself yeah, right. or, or or breaking any rules i guess or laws t-shirt fireman out i there. mean it's just yeah. awesome because we like doing what we do we do things that nobody gets to do yeah. and like just telling people like yeah I drove fire engine yesterday and they're like what that is so like and they just think it's so cool and yeah. which I think it's cool too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man, um, it was like, yeah. It doesn't matter how long you do it. We're we're all big kids, is what we are. Oh and yeah. You drive yeah. down the road with lights and sirens, man. You get all excited. I drove. I drove for half the shift last shift, and it was the first time I'd driven in in probably a couple months. And it worked out that day for me to drive, and I got in there for the first call. And I was like, it was like all the way across our district too, so I got to drive all the way across the district. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, lights and sirens! <laughs> this is, is fun, so right? cool. Yeah, yeah, no, lights and sirens is cool. And, and what's funny is like, again, like adults, like when we do our uh, station tours, like a lot of people, are like, ah, I don't like them or whatever. I love giving our station tours. Yeah. For one, I, I like talking to kids and stuff, and they want to hop up in the rig or whatever. But then we have like. As, as bad as it sounds like these husbands and, and wives like looking at us and their wives are all like oh my gosh like this is cool and then the dads are like man like, how do you do this job like what like what's this what's this and they, they start asking all about the rig and all the tools and and like the lifestyle and you can tell like they they, they are a little jealous you know it's not like i don't feel good that they're jealous by any means but it's like what do they do that they like why would they want what i what i have and and it's because no. because it's cool we are big kids and we get to just play with bigger toys and have toys. and and yeah. have fun doing it with our buddies and like what what else could you ask for to get paid good money mm-hmm. yeah exactly and and you talked about you know enjoying going to work not not dreading it and and part of that too is i mean your crew with at, at least with our schedule this is a family that you live a third of your life with mm-hmm. literally so i mean yeah you go home and you see family you're with your family but you also go to work and even though you're at work you're with your family mm-hmm. you know and yep. and it, i know we talked last episode a lot about brotherhood in, in different areas but yeah you, you can't it, it's impossible to ignore the brotherhood in, at the fire station in my opinion you have yeah. you you have to not love what you do to to not enjoy that well i hope it stays because it, it, it is 
like there, there's there's some things going on right now in the fire service that I hope don't uh, there's ruin a, that. There's a culture shift mm-hmm. right now, and 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 we we don't have to get too much into it, but it's like there. This job attracts certain people for a reason, mm-hmm. and the cultures and the traditions are set for a reason, and and it's because it's a high stressful job. A lot of emotions are involved, and yet you're with your family. Think about holidays with your actual family how tense it can be at times and what can be possibly said at the dinner table, you know, and how feelings could possibly be hurt. Well, the same thing happens at the fire station. When you're with them for that long, you have your best of times and your worst of times, and you know, and so when somebody has a, a moment of weakness and may say something they may not want to or whatever, be man enough to approach them later on and, and hash it out like, like men through discussions and let people know how they feel and then you work past it because that that is a thing. It is a brotherhood. It is a family, and that's the way you work through an issue like that. Mm-hmm. But right now, there's some people do just see it as that job, as as their career, and they and they're trying to make it like corporate America, and that's that's not a good thing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And no. like that's what that's what makes this job so good is because it is not that. So I'm I, I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. Same. Well, and I think I think it's going to be a mindset of. It's going to come down to to our mindset because mm-hmm. we talk about this culture shift, and and it's it, at least with our department and some surrounding departments, it seems like there's you know we're kind of at that transition point where there's a lot of the guys who have been there for twenty, thirty, thirty five years are phasing out, retiring, mm-hmm. and that in turn is bringing in an entirely new generation, and. I, yes, there are difficult times. There are difficult growing pains pains with that change the change in generation basically but then you think about there can be another culture shift if we establish I mean we're all at the point in in our careers we're still young in our careers as firemen but we're at the point now where we are mentoring the new recruits that are coming in yeah and if we can keep that tradition and keep that culture established and rooted 10-15 years from now we're the officers and the drivers that are maintaining that and, and managing a crew and everybody coming up under us are guys that we have that we've worked with that mm-hmm. we've trained that we have that we have sought to instill that passion and that and that uh that culture into so. yeah no absolutely and it's and it's about fighting for that too yeah exactly. because that's what ends up happening is some people are like oh man it's just it's just not worth it you know it's just not worth it right now and it's yeah. like what could be more worth it, you know, than letting this become something it shouldn't be? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah, so just, like, be, just because there's a culture shift doesn't mean yeah. it has to be a negative culture shift. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we, right. because we are the, the next generation, we are the ones who are going to be the cause of whatever culture shift, whether it be negative or positive. So uh, I think if we just keep our mindset the way I think it is right now with mm-hmm. us, you know, uh, I think it'll be a positive thing. Yeah, and, and, and sticking to it because – we're going to get pushed right. back and, and they're going to get pushed back from us hopefully you know so it's it's just about going about it the right way yeah and we say this is the greatest job in the world well i think that's what we're fighting for yeah, so, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. It, it really is yeah but as far as far as like going back i probably circling back again to like <laughs> <laughs> to the balance of it all um what, what exactly were you wanted to go with that because like as a business owner as a firefighter and as a, as a family man like i was saying on i think another podcast i was on is like I, I personally have an issue of going all in with anything I do. Like, 
I'm very passionate about being a husband and a father. Like, I love my kids more than anything. And then it's like, I love the fire service more than anything. And then I love Dead Reckoning more than anything. Yeah. And it's because I'm, I'm just a very passionate person about the things that I love, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, h- how do you go about juggling it then? Man, it, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the same way. I love my job, and when I'm at my job, I'm all about my job. And then, if it, especially if it's hunting season, you know, I got a trip planned, and I'm like, all right, I'm so excited. I'm I'm going mm-hmm. to Montana, you know. I'm yeah, I'm all about Montana, you know. Screw my job. I wanna <laughs> I wanna hunt for a living, you know. Yep. And I'm home and with my family, with my kids, you know. And it's like, oh, you know. I want to do this every day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to do this. Wife, you go work. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, That'd be great. Uh, so, man, <laughs> I didn't realize it was that funny. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll, I'll agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's. Honestly, I'm probably not the best one to ask because I honestly don't feel like I juggle it very well at, at times. But it's – I think it, it comes down to, at least for me, it comes down to an internal battle of, yeah. like, we want to – like you said, we want to be good husbands, good good fathers. But at the same time, we want to do other things that we love as well. So it's it's kind of a selfish, selfless – battle that we yeah. all have to fight and balance ourselves i, I, I know for me and and I, and I struggle with it at times my, my wife will be the first one to tell you but when i'm at home i need to be at home mm-hmm. you know exactly and, and and that's where my mindset needs to be and and that's where we, we talk about juggling things and that's where fall obsession is is a uh can complicate things because when i'm at home i need to be at home but when i'm at home i'm not at work so I need to work on fall obsession, yep. and and so I have to I have to juggle it, and it results in you know I I get up early every single morning because my wife and kids sleep later, so I get up a couple hours before they do, so I can work on stuff without yep. you know without having to worry about taking time away from them, and then I need to I need to do my part you know in spending time with them and and doing stuff, and then um, you know when I'm at work I'm at work. And granted, if it's if it's a Sunday, or if I mean, we can all yeah, admit Sundays. it. If it's a Sunday, yeah, or if, if it's, it's a Sunday, or if it's no lie, nobody needs to lie right now. Or if it's after dinner or <laughs> yeah. anything like that, you might find me in the library working on fall possession. I Same mean, here. you know, I I'm, mean, wor- I'm mean, working. Hey, we can be real. There's we're spending 24 hours at at one place. Yeah, you know, and the only time we're getting out is like going to the store or you know doing pre plans or calls you know, calls. Yeah, and so there's going to be some downtime absolutely yeah and, so and i mean if you want to use your downtime productively then that, that's how i see it is, is I, I guess the juggling thing i think what it boils down to is uh prioritizing things it's like okay what maybe at the beginning of the day or week or whatever that you understand what projects need to be done within mm-hmm. fall session because that's the one that's the most variable in my mind yeah like your your wife like our, our families and our and our job are as consistent as they can be I know if I look at the calendar right now in 2027, I, I know exactly what days I'm working that year, or unless I change shifts all of a sudden or somehow get promoted. <laughs> I you was know, say that's a ways out yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I know that's the day I'm working, and right. I may not know what station, you know, or if I'm on the engine or medic at that time. Who knows? You know, so it's like there, there's not much variables within that because I know I'm there during that time. Yeah, and then on every off day, okay, now what do I do with that time? And I talked to me and my wife talk every day. It's like, okay, what's the plan for this day? And and so, like, as long as we both know and it's through that communication that I let her know, like, this is what I have to get done. And, like, 
I do it during nap time. Uh, I don't wake up early. I stay up late. I've always been a night owl. So after dinner, after bedtime and everything, my wife and I used to always like stay up and watch movies together or TV shows and all that stuff. And that was like kind of our time together. So I don't want to ever lose that between us. Right. And so I'll like sit down. I'm like, I got one show. I'm like, what, what is it going to be? And then we'll spend 10 minutes just talking, 20 minutes talking or flipping through whatever. And then it's like, all right, we have to pick the show now or something because <laughs> I, I have to go do this stuff. And so I do my stuff at night for Dead Reckoning or for school. Yeah. And um, because, again, the family comes first. And so, like, it's being very present when, whenever you're with your family. And if I know if I'm at least doing that, then I don't have much guilt outside of it. Now, where I have some guilt, too, at times is, like, on a slow day, especially at the station I'm at now, and it's like, well, all right, there's literally nothing to do. We've done training. I've got my workout in. Uh, there's nothing else on the, ske- on the schedule. Well, I guess I'm going to do some of my homework or start doing some some of the business stuff, you know, because, again, like if I have downtime and I see guys on their phones or, or guys maybe taking a nap because we don't know what's going to happen that evening, like whatever everybody else is doing, like that's their personal time, and I'm not judging them for what they ever whatever they do. So if I want to do something personal that benefits me, my family, the business, or my schooling, then I've, I've learned to accept it more. I used to feel kind of guilty about it. I, I've learned to accept it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's about being very present whenever you are with your family. I think that's where I kind of have that, that, that struggle as well. Yeah. Circling back around. <laughs> so yeah. you met, you mentioned communication yeah. and, and I'll just, I want to elaborate more on that just cause like you said, that is huge. And you know, when I'm at work, I'm at work and telling her that like, yesterday with with my wife I, I told her I was like hey here's all that I got to do so I'm probably going to be spending some extra time working on this mm-hmm. I'm working on follow-up session today than I normally would I'm sorry yeah she didn't like it but I'm sorry that yeah. it, it, it's one of those days and you know those days are I try to make them few and far between but um the communication is huge and then also being supportive in stuff that she wants to go do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a big one. I, I know my wife likes to play volleyball or there's stuff that she likes to do with, with some of her friends or, or even just, just go down to her parents' house and do stuff down there with, with her mom. I yeah. Mean, stuff like that, then, you know, I I tell my wife, I'm like, that if you want to go do something, go do it. And as, if I'm off that day, then I will – I will try to arrange my schedule accordingly. And like days like today where we're out here at all day long, either recording podcasts or doing videos, I told her in advance, hey, this is the day we're going to be out here. We're going to be out here all day working on this stuff. I'm sorry, but it's got to get done. Mm-hmm. And just kind of ripped that Band-Aid off. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, that's well, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. Like, you, you, can, <laughs> yeah. you, you communicate that. Hopefully, willing that uh, hopefully knowing that she's gonna accept it <laughs> and understand. But also, what I try to do is like, is there anything that you need to do during this time? Right. And so, like, try to guide her to be like, hey, make sure you get this done while I'm doing this. And then, what I know I try to do, and it sounds like you try to do the same, is like, as soon as she has an idea of something that she wants, I'm like all about it. Like, I'll drop almost anything where I'm like, she supports me in all that I do, and I'm I'm a busy person, and I have a lot of other things that I'm yeah. interested in. And so, like, as soon as she's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to this workout at this time, I'm like, yep, I got the kids. Or, hey, I need to go run these errands at this time. I'm like, yep, I got the kids. And so, like, I'll put everything else on hold to make sure that she does that. And so I think as long as it's reciprocal where she knows that when she has an interest or something that she's wanting to do, then that's mildly a way of, like, hey, like, this is this is the team thing. I got your back. You got mine. Uh, let's, make, let's make this happen. But with that, I have also told her, 
because you mentioned making money and everything like we've luckily been pretty successful this past year but I, I've, I've also kind of given her a timeline i've said give me two to five years because that's kind of my vision with this, this company is in two to five years if this is not if it's not where i've i've envisioned it then we'll we'll, we'll readjust yeah. you know because then we can't you can't just keep grinding in something and it never becomes something so at some point you kind of have to put maybe like a deadline on it i guess yeah. and so then she has something set like okay i'm giving you your time no and, and i mean that was the same way like we we did our own we went our own route with all of our hopes and dreams for 2020 mm -hmm. and obviously 2020 was a crap year yeah, yeah and there was so much stuff that i feel like hindered us in in various ways with with growth and stuff that we wanted to see and then there were other things that just it didn't pan out like we wanted and so like at the beginning of this year it was all right babe I've told her, Here, here's what how we see this year going. Here's all the stuff we plan on implementing and hopefully get to this point. And this point will hopefully make it so that we can make money before too long <laughs> yeah, yeah. off of this. Because, I mean, yes, it is it is a hobby. It's a coping mechanism. It, it is a passion. But at the same time. Oh, at some point. It, yeah. yeah there, it has to be. You gotta provide. You, you yeah, to exactly. The it has to, there has in. to be a benefit from it at, at some point when we're talking about it actually being a company. Mm -hmm. Now, I also have my arguments in that. Hey, here's how much it would cost for me to hunt. <laughs> I I can hunt for this instead since I have fall obsession. Yeah. You know, just yeah. just because of the the benefits that we and our staffers get from partnerships yeah. and stuff like that. So there are benefits, but I mean, we all know we put time into it and yeah. Yeah, time is money. So yeah, you know, it's it's something that has to eventually pay off. Yeah, for sure. And, and they and they want it to, not just for uh, financial reasons, but they want to see that you saw something through. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I got my wife was wearing one of our hoodies, and like I'll say, like I'm not a school person at all. So like when we came up with our, our whole logo, like it just it's kind of funny because it's not usually my style. And it's definitely not my wife's style, but she she supports it, you know. So she wears our hoodies and stuff. And she was just at a Costco a couple weeks ago here in Louisville, Texas, and some random person was like, "Hey, nice hoodie," you know. And she she immediately like came home and was like, "Guess what I just was told?" And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Somebody recognized your hoodie," and I was like, got all excited for me. And so it, it it it's cool because she's bought into it a little bit as well, and that 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 makes me feel good. And when I get excited because we have some really big things coming and like she she's always it's funny because like i said we were, we're we're high school sweethearts she was like the prom queen homecoming queen type thing like she was miss it like in high school or i was just some dude for the most part and she's like i always just feel like i peaked in high school and now you're the cool one <laughs> like, like that's not the case i just now keep i just keep doing weird things and people find them interesting i guess and she's like so i just feel like i'm living in your shadow i'm like that's not the case like Every idea I've ever had about dead reckoning, even dead reckoning itself, like it, it goes through her. Yeah. Like I, I filter every decision through her, and I soundboard terrible ideas from her. And she's like, "You better not do that." And I'm like, <laughs> "Why?" And she tells me, and I'm like, I'm "Glad I said it to you first. You yeah. know, it's so like I, I try to include her in yeah. this as much. And unfortunately, she devalues probably her, uh, her. She think I, I think she doesn't understand how much I value her opinion. And I know I. I'm very lucky to have her. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's it's funny because my wife 
one, it is rewarding whenever you see somebody that's not like one of our own guys, one of our own staffers wearing our shirts or, or one of our hats or something. And, I mean, it's occurred before. I'm like, oh, that's so so cool. Yeah. But then my wife, she told me not that long ago, she was like, can I buy some new T-shirts? All the T-shirts I have are either hunting or firefighter shirts. <laughs> I need new T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, I don't blame her. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. She's just wearing camo or red, white, and blue <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. I haven't even killed a deer yet. I'm like, well, well, we're trying to do that. Like this last year I took her, and she hunted a couple years ago, and then the last two seasons she hadn't really hunted because she's either been pregnant or with a little kid. And, yeah. Um, so this this hunting season she wasn't pregnant. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> all right, well, let's try to get you your first deer. And so, like, I hunted first, and my first hunt of the year, just right out of the gate, 30 minutes in, I shot a deer. And that has never happened to me before. I've never shot a deer on my very first hunt of the year before. And so she sees that. And she's like, oh, this is going to be easy. Oh, gosh. So then she, so then she's <laughs> out there, and we hunt a few. We didn't hunt a whole lot this year at, at that particular place, but we hunt we hunt a few times with her. And, and every time, like, they would come out, but we could never. She bow hunts. So I wanted her to kill one with a bow, and she wants to kill one with a bow. So they would always come in, but they would never be in her bow range. And she's always like, this sucks. This is so hard. <laughs> why do you get all, why do you get them to come, you know, within 30 tw- minutes. 20 yards yeah. of you right yeah. off the gate? And I'm sitting here freezing and, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, well, th- this is part of it. Yeah. This, that's never happened before. This, this is part, this is part of it. This, this is what I like. I like sitting out here yeah. in a tree stand, yeah. whether I see something or not. So. No, yeah, that's when it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my wife's not a hunter and she, she never has hunted, but. Not to say she won't, uh, she just, and she's gone with me a couple of times, but the place that we hunt is not very, like, you might not even see a deer, right? uh, yeah. you know, where we go. So, to be successful is even less common, yeah. you know, and so, uh, taking her is like, she's like, has this negative uh, aspect on <laughs> yeah. her. She's like, why do you go sit out there and, and you might not even see anything? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like fishing or something, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Where, where guys, like, get fascinated and love it, and they're like, you may not catch anything all day. And it's like, why would you go waste the time? It's like, because I get to go outside and get away from all the yeah, I'm on exactly. BS. I'm on the you know, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah trying to get her, I think if, if I could make her successful as well, that it would help. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make her, help her understand, like, why yeah, we do what we do yeah i guess like fishing you could like there's probably ways you could cheat around that but hunting i don't know if there really is i guess get some of that feed that you guys have and just put a some ton vapple. of it yeah. <laughs> hey i killed the deer My, the deer i killed was off of a vapple yeah. vapple feed man come on yeah at least at least get her one though <laughs> yeah yeah i used all the vapple myself <laughs> yeah that's why you made it so easy <laughs> not, not really honey sorry yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all out. That's funny. Well, man, um, I know we're kind of getting to our time for today for you. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've really enjoyed these these couple conversations that we've had and these these episodes we dished out. As I've mentioned several times, not not our traditional podcast, but and it was good. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, no, sure. this is a good one for sure. We, we unpacked some good stuff for sure. Yeah, so. and, and circling back around, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking about coping mechanisms, sometimes talking about stuff like this, this life and, and understanding that other people struggle with the same things that we do. You know, it, it helps. Yeah, itself. absolutely. Yeah, and then the, the fire service allows that. Hunting, I'm sure, allows that because yes. you're sitting around forever, and if you're with somebody, you're able to talk, talk it out. And if you're by yourself, then you um, – 
the mindset that you're in by yourself hunting, I guarantee you're in the same mindset that I am when I'm writing, mm-hmm. is you are sorting through everything that you want to sort through. A lot of time to think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of time to think. And when you're writing and you're staring at a blank screen, when you're talking about not getting a, a deer on that hunt or whatever, there's times I'm sitting at the computer for hours and hours and I don't have a coherent sentence by the end of it. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess today was a wash. But it's like, no, I, I put in the hours and I saw what wasn't good <laughs> on screen. And so, yeah, it's a learning process. But to me, it's it's always like the old cliches. It's all about the journey, you know, rather yeah, than the destination yeah. kind Absolutely. of thing. Well, I know, I know you mentioned kind of toward the beginning of, of our first episode that we did, you know, that you – you're uh you're not really a big hunter right yeah, at the yeah. time and, and it's not because I know it's not because you don't want to but No, I'd love just, to. But all is to say we'll we need to make an effort to get you in the woods with us Absolutely. On, on a trip yeah, to this this upcoming season. I think so. we talked about before about you guys doing like a series of <laughs> teaching a brand new person how to hunt and all that <laughs> and like teaching Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know cuz I don't Tyler. I don't even my my, my biggest hold up like I didn't not to get too personal or anything like that, but I didn't grow up with anybody who right, yeah. uh, hunted or anything. Sure. It was just me, my mom, and my sister down in the Austin area. So, like, we, we just, I wasn't exposed to it. And then in the military, like, I deployed, so I got to have fun doing that. But I, then I come out, and I'm in, around you guys all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I love to hunt. But it's, like, same thing. Like, every time, like, hunting comes around, like, wife's pregnant or something, I got other obligations, and I'm just like, I can't. It's hard for me to convince my wife that, hey, I'm going to be gone for a couple of days, literally to go sit out in the woods. As much as I know I would love it, yeah. it's hard for me to convince that. So I just haven't ever made it happen. But what's also been this kind of the fear is being around people who know what they're doing, and then I'm, like, clueless. I don't know what gear to have. Like, I don't even know what to wear, like, that much. <laughs> like, I don't want to look like some fool. So I'm like, man, you kind of – people get hesitant just when they're not in their, their environment, you sure, know. But sure. but I would, I'd love to. Man, you're the, you're the guy that we need, you know, because, like – there's there's so many anti-hunters out there and and, you know just within the hunting community we try to we try to pull people in and and try and share like this is why we love it so much and so somebody who's willing to go out there and give it a try and so but never has before and didn't necessarily grow up doing it yeah that's the kind of guy we need to show the ropes yeah but we'll have some stuff out then and it brings us back to the basics too because i mean we're so we're always inclined to just because we're familiar with it to take it to an advanced knowledge level with, with our content and stuff like that and, and we forget t- to break it down for for newer hunters and stuff like that so yeah. it kind of brings us back to square one a little bit yeah and yep and back to the foundation which is always good so sweet man yeah but we'll hash that out sometime yeah well this won't be your only time working with fall obsession that's right so. <laughs> sounds good well here's the collab <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning into this podcast, whether you're coming from Fall Obsession or Dead Reckonings platform and, and wanting to wanting to listen, or if you're a new listener just in general. Um, got a couple interesting episodes that it sounds like if you're a new listener you yeah, just dove sure. in on, but um, we do have hunting content <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, episodes 1 through 48 <laughs> and anything after this one, you guys can, can go check those out. So, um, <laughs> But we really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you haven't already, hit that follow and subscribe button on whatever, whatever podcast app you listen to. Um, that way you get notified every time we drop a new episode. We put a new episode out every single week. Um, fallobsession.com it's where you can find all our content our apparel um, some gear that's soon coming to our store and fallobsession.com slash podcast you can provide us some feedback or suggest any topics um, and then follow our social media Facebook Instagram YouTube and also go check out 
Dead Reckoning Collective. I know you kind of gave a spiel last episode, Tyler, but... Yeah, I'll do it again real quick. Uh, our biggest flat platform is Instagram, and just at Dead Reckoning Collective. Uh, Facebook's the same thing. We don't really have a, a presence on YouTube. I mean, on uh, Twitter. Uh, we have just started our presence on YouTube with the uh, Dead Reckoning Collective. Uh, we just started a war and literature series where we talked about war and literature with uh, four authors that we really want to get out there. So same thing, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff to get it out to the world. And uh, the website is deadreckoningco.com where you can find all the books that we've published. Uh, some of the merch just help uh, fund any of those projects. Uh, would be That would be greatly appreciated. Nick, you got anything else, man? That's all I got. This is a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I almost forgot, but we are out here at Cinnamon Creek today. And brief, real quick, huge shout-out to them um, for letting us use their facilities up here at the Event Center to record this episode. So, guys, go check out Cinnamon Creek Ranch here in North Texas as well, if you haven't already. So, Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. These were a good couple of weeks' episodes, and uh, I hope our listeners enjoy. Thanks for coming on, Tyler. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, we will catch you all again next week. Returning to the topic of hunting for our Fall Obsession <laughs> podcast. We'll catch you later. See you later. Thank you.